everyone, and welcome to another episode of Schmidt Lavelle. My name is Tom Lavelle, and as always, I'm accompanied by Mr. Timothy Schmidt. Yay! <laughs> we got a great episode lined up for you this week, but before we get to that, First, we want to thank you for listening. We want to tell you that if you're liking what we're doing, please like, share, follow, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your family. Schmidt Lavelle, the hottest growing podcast in all of podcasts. Probably like we were just talking about it. It's an easy listen. It's a lot of fun. People are really enjoying it, and uh, we're enjoying that you're enjoying it. So like we said, if you know anyone that is looking to get into podcasts or likes shows that are fun and easy to listen to, tell them about <laughs> Schmidt Lavelle. Your favorite well, Tom, show. Let's just be clear. We're not the ones that feel like it's an easy listen. We, I mean, we put out content. And we feel like it's good content, but people are telling us that it's an easy listen. So, yes, there's a there's a big difference there. We can't yes. just put like push that on our people. Like, you know, like they're not going to believe us. It's an easy listen. They just got to listen and give it a try, give it a whirl. You know, right and. I will say this. I mean, we shoot it pretty straight here. You know what I mean? If I didn't think it was an easy listen, I would not say that. I also think that. But we have been getting that. A lot of good feedback. A lot of good comments. People reaching out to us. People that we haven't talked to in, in years. Saying Ages. how much they love the show and to keep doing it and stuff like that. And that, that feels good. And we appreciate I will, that. I, I have to say, uh, I said this before. I think I highlighted a few months ago that a friend of mine, that I haven't spoken to since college, Brian Leland. He lis- he he listens, reached out to me, and he said, Schmidt, this is a, this is a great listen, man. It's really easy. He goes, I go on drives and just throw on Schmidt and Lavelle, and it's a, it's a nice, easy listen. That's his quote. Oh, I love that. Yeah, you know what? I got a, I got something from a buddy from high school, older upperclassman when I was there, and, you know, when he reached out, he said he really enjoyed the show. I was blown away. I said, oh, my God. It's like this guy is like my freaking idol. And he's like, this show, I, I love it. And I'm like, wow. Who'd have well, he, probably, he probably meant my part of the show. Right. Yeah. He said, hey, uh, guy that I might have known, who Schmidt is pretty cool. That's what yeah. I think exactly what it was. But I appreciated it anyways. But um, like we said, you like what we're doing tell someone else about it we're trying to grow the show our followers are up our views are up our listens are up everything's up 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 let's just keep going up you know what i mean so let's get to uh some of the comments from last week first things first comments and we've had a couple videos that kind of took off this week one of which the most popular most liked video that we had most viewed why is thanksgiving dinner so early from perspective, we always eat around two, but the food gets ate all night long. From free time drain, free time drain, man says dinner should be 5.36 p.m. Nah, fam, dinner should be 9 to 10. May says so we can go to bed at 1 and eat breakfast at 11 a.m. the next day. Are they saying dinner should be 9, 10 p.m.? I don't know. That's a little it's, nuts. I think people are are confused on because like Thanksgiving 
is just, I think it's just so all over the place. People just don't know what they want, Tom. I really don't think, I, you know what? The cook should decide when the dinner occurs, okay? Mm-hmm. And I I've, I have did a little street, you know, uh, what's the word? Uh, research. When it, a little, yeah, you know, a little. Kind of research and reconnaissance, if you yeah. will. And I, and I started asking people. I said, what time is dinner tonight? On Thanksgiving, I was out there. I was out. In the, I was amongst the people, Tom. Right. And I was just asking, just in general, like, "Hey, what time's dinner?" Uh, Thanksgiving, and then after Thanksgiving, I worked Friday and Saturday, and I said, "Hey, what time was dinner uh, on Thanksgiving?" And a lot of people were just like, "Look, I cooked. I like to get it out of the way. I like to get it done, and I put it out there." And that. That seems to be really the uh, the overwhelming response is just like, hey, it's Thanksgiving. It's my time to relax, too, as well. Even though I do cook, I like to cook it. I like to get it done. I like to get it out on the table and then let people have at it. So it's more of like a buffet, if you right, will. Right, a buffet. I like that, Timmy. And can I lay this out for you maybe here? The perfect... Sure. Thanksgiving scenario, I say this. Yeah, you get over to the family's house early. Everyone's there. We meet up. There's the early game. I think we got a bunch of table full of like picking foods, appetizers, stuff to pick on. You got the drinks flowing, maybe like a Thanksgiving cocktail that everyone's drinking. You know what I mean? A cider or something that's spiked and some beers to drink. And you got some pigs in a blanket. You got some dips. You got some cheeses. You got some meats. You take a little bit. You sit down, you watch the first game. Hey, what time's dinner? Hey, you know, we'll get to it when we get to it. We got this food out. No rush, but- no hurry. 5.30, 6 o'clock comes along. Oh, everyone, let's get down and we'll have the big meal. Grab a plate, go sit back down, watch your game. You know what I mean? How's yeah, that? so, no, no, it's great. Yeah, I mean, that's the way you the way you portray it, Tom. It sounds, sounds beautiful. But um, the biggest thing is think there's a lot of the there's a lot of the people out there that like to have a sit down dinner with the family everyone at the table for a certain period of time to really kind of hone in the thanksgiving feel to it which is it is what it's about do you go around and say what you're thankful for no no i mean you don't have to do that i mean people can i i think that's a nice gesture and maybe uh, you know, when there's younger children there, it's it's more impressionable, right? It has a, a nice feel to it. But I just think that that's really what, what it's all about. So, I mean, if you want to have the buffet style, we're not going to crack you on that. Like, hey, I love that. If you're the cook and you want to just get over and done with the, the dinner and and start early and, and have dinner on the table at noon, God bless you. Yeah. And that's what we said last week. You know, hey, if the person is trying to get like who wants to be working all day when everyone else is just sitting around enjoying themselves, you know, like, hey, you want to be done? Put the apron down and and, and put the food out. I'm all for that, too. So some of our other comments and, and a couple like along these lines, I like to eat early, maybe eat again after that. So they kind of have the plan of eating at two and then, you know, they go back for seconds, uh, you know, maybe around five thirty, six o'clock or something. That's, that's always a good move. Yeah. So I would say that my, 
it's not even a rant. It was more of just like a question. It's like the why are we serving dinner at two? Right? Like right. when there's so much other stuff that's going on throughout that day, like you have the football games and you have in the morning in Philadelphia, it's Thanksgiving, Turkey Day football, like you know. Roxburgh versus Roman used to happen all the time. So we would be there at 10 o'clock and, you know, we'd be there till three 30 in the afternoon and, you know, we'd get home and dinner would be ready and then we'd sit down and that's fine. But, uh, yeah, teach his own. And, uh, you know, you know what? Thanksgiving is your holiday and you decide whenever the hell you want to cook dinner and serve dinner. It's on you, the cook and everyone else should abide by it. So, what about this comment from Zach underscore Smith underscore Thanksgiving is a filler holiday between Halloween and Christmas. Hashtag add a babe, a filler holiday. That's I've a blasphemous Tim. Well, I mean, if he means filler as in you're going to fill yourself up. With I knew that was rib. coming. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I mean, I think that other than that, if if he means something different than that, he's an idiot. Uh, and I'll tell that to to his face because that's the dumbest quote of all time. Um, or Thanksgiving's a top tier holiday. That's dumb, dumb, dumb. <laughs> all right, Timmy, a comment from your incredible Thanksgiving story. Underscore Smeech, he says, leaving out the part where I'm in the back with this poor man trying to keep him from rolling while I have to hold his pee bag, his colostomy bag. That was uh, that was your sister. You sent your sister to the back there to take care of uh, Mr. Dennis. She was. Yeah, she was. Um, she was in charge of that whole situation. <laughs> it was just, dude, it, it was. And again, I, I want to clarify if i may and it'll take a second not as long as the story talk but um this was just something that we went above and beyond to help dennis out who was someone that never really experienced thanksgiving in quite some time so we we did the best we could to make him feel feel comfortable and we did a shitty job at it i will say that but he appreciated every second of of the journey to to Thanksgiving dinner with the Schmitz. Um, and we did that for two years in a row. So Dennis enjoyed his time with us. Um, he has since passed on, but uh he it was it was probably a memorable moment that he'll never forget. And certainly we will never forget. Yeah, and in the uh on the YouTube short that we did with the like just the story when we clipped that. The thumbnail says no good deed goes unpunished. I mean, for the effort that you were to the the idea was to have a nice thing. And then you just try to do what you can to make it work sometimes. And, you know, that's life. And that's some of the best. That, that's just a moment, dude. And I could not have liked that story anymore. It's hilarious. The intentions were obviously good. And, you know, you did what you could with really not knowing what you should do. You're like, what do we do now? All right, well, let's get him in there. You know, <laughs> yeah, it was quite, it was quite the feat. And uh, everyone that was involved will remember that story for years to come, Tom. Classic. So then we have, we, we had a big weekend for the jabronis. 
Um, we had a, a video out. The guy's cutting old school wrestling prom- promos. If you don't know, we're big wrestling fans, and we have our own wrestling show, Jabroni Drive. Um, if you haven't listened to it and you're a wrestling fan, please go check us out. The comments from Rad, that Eagles kid, incredible. That hoodie, by the way, hashtag Atababe, referring to my uh, Heartbreak Kid hoodie. From Matty Diz, well done. Just missing Mean Gene. From Mikey Miz 24, oh my God, I'm dying. Let me cut a promo. Ha, 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 ha. Now, my concern with the, the Miz promo is probably run a little too long. Don't you think, Tim? <laughs> Dumb. <laughs> Dumb. Oh, man. All right. From our last comments of the week, this was from the Wing Night video that we put out. These reviews and ratings are cool, but would benefit from a professional opinion at all, which we responded. Are you offering your services to Mr. Matty Diz? And he says, always at the service of Schmidt and Lavelle. Ooh. From Kevin dot joyce too i've been away from home for 20 years so i don't know shit but i've recently had multiple people swear bernsey's tavern has the best wings we are eventually going to get down to bernsey's tavern that's in uh like port richmond area i believe yeah and i've, right I've heard from multiple people that is a great spot well mr joyce is uh he's a friend of my brother he's a uh he's a newman guy so he was He's I was more South. of a Seinfeld guy myself. So he's out of touch with a lot of the the local foods. He's uh he's living in Texas right now. So he's he's probably enjoying some of the stuff that we're putting out here, Tom. All right, cool. Well, hey, thank you for listening. And we will be getting down to check Burnsies. And I will say, I think uh we we've had a couple people with us for wing nights and I think that's going to start growing. I feel like that's where we're going to get some guests on the show and some people just coming to hang out, check out a wing night with the boys, have a couple beers and talk about what they thought the experience was like. So if you're interested in a wing night and you want to come out, shoot us a text, give us a DM or something like that. Now, if you are obviously liking it, we, we love the comments from all the people out there. We appreciate you interacting with us. So please leave a comment on any of our shorts, any videos, anything we put out. Interact with us. We love it. Thank you for your comments from me, Tim, or me, Tom, and Mr. Timothy Schmidt. All right. Timmy, how was your Thanksgiving overall? Was it a good Thanksgiving? Did you have fun hanging out with the fam, everything like that? Was it all good? Yeah, no, you know what? It was a... it was fine. It was good Thanksgiving. Um, look, anytime you're spending time with the family, it's it's great. Um, just a little, like I just have some issue with my custody schedule with the kids because I got the kids this week, this Thanksgiving, which was great. But I picked them up at ten, and then I get them for eight hours, and then I have to drop them off at essentially six thirty, which is like. Wait, so you don't get the overnight? No. Oh, that's come on. That's just silly. Right. I feel like if so, you pick them up that day, you have them till the next morning at least. Right. Especially when you live that far away um, from each other. And, you know, there's some differences that are, you know, obviously that are between me and my ex wife. And I feel like I should have them for the 
at least Thursday and Friday, right? Like till till the next day at, at least at like six thirty or whatever. But um, it's just hard to enjoy that time with your kids when you're watching the clock the entire day. You know, like you're just like, man, this sucks. Plus, you can't um, even as, have a drink because you got to drive. Right. So you're, you know, well, I mean, it's not the end all be all, but at the same time, like you, you're just trying to enjoy your time with the kids. And my kids get along with their cousins so well. Like they, they play all day and they, they entertain themselves. And it's just a, it's just a whole awesome day. Um, and I just wish it could be extended, you know, into the, into yeah. the following day. And, Absolutely. Um, so that other than that, like it was it was a great holiday, you know, nice nice time spent with uh Aunt Betty and 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 you didn't kick him out of the house, right? You didn't I know you have a tendency for family parties to be no, 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 out no, of the house. no. I was I was fortunately uh a guest at this Thanksgiving and you know I I I tried to I tried to interject my um my presence in certain ways at these parties, but on Thursday I was the fire guy. Ah, would you have a little fire campfire going in the back? A little, uh, ah. dude. I love. I just love the the idea of building a fire. You know, like I just love like putting wood to get. Like I know it just seems so simple. Like you no. just throw. It's like many best. people just think that it's just like, hey, you just throw it right there in the fire and it lights up, and that's not really the case at all. No, uh, you need to be able to sustain a fire for over an extended period of time, especially if you're in charge of the fire. And you know, I was in charge of the fire for a good, good five and a half, six hours there, and and I built one of the better fires that Thanksgiving has ever seen, in my opinion. Whoa! Now, how did you go about your fire? Are you like a a TP guy, or are you a uh, like a like kind of like a Lincoln Logs style guy? Yeah, stack? yeah. So, yeah, it's good. It's a great question, Tom. Uh, well, everyone knows that a good fire is built with kindling, and uh, if you have some kindling there at the very bottom of the fire, it, it really makes the fire easy. Um, and Tom, you, you for me. You let the the wood dictate what kind of fire you're gonna you're gonna build, right? Okay, so I like that. If you wanna if you wanna start out TP style, then that's fine. You throw a couple logs on a fire and see what happens, and then and then whatever those logs they burn and they start falling a certain way, then you can build right on top of them. I built, I started out with the TP style, and then they burnt and they started falling by the wayside. Then I got a nice little. I got a nice little Lincoln log fire going. Yeah. You know, you build it right in the middle and you just, dude, the stack. Once you get the stack going, it's hard to go away from it. It's It's, mesmerizing too. I'll sit there and stare at a fire all day, dude. I love it. I can listen to music and stare at a fire for 10 to 12 hours without doing a single thing. It's just such a, it's just a nice, relaxing night, you know, and, and unfortunately, I had to get up from the fire, my fire duties, and go drive my kids home to to their mother. But it was a great fire day for me. I felt great about it. I got myself some nice turkey. I was a little disappointed because 
I really wanted to sit down and just really engorge myself in some turkey and some gravy. And I didn't really get to do that because I knew I had to drive and I didn't want to be like all sorts of full. So I was just like, you know, I don't have a couple little pieces. I didn't get crazy with it. So I, I didn't really eat too much turkey and I don't have leftovers. I didn't take any with me. So uh, was, I missed out on the leftovers too. That's, kill, that's killer. So sounds like a great, uh, thanksgiving and also i think in our future we're going to be having a little fire pit action going on timmy something that was strange i was having at my thanksgiving it was uh the in-laws and my mom and her husband were there and for some reason my mom and maybe this is where i get it from but uh she's a little zany she's a little goofy she likes to do things uh, a little bit different and it turned into her telling everybody how much of a great mrs claus she would be she's telling everyone i don't know why people haven't asked me i have a great mrs claus outfit i could come over and read books to the kids and dress up like mrs claus and blah 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 blah. i'm like mom my kids know you're not mrs claus (laughs) like that would be a little odd for them to be like oh there's there's you know yeah yeah aka mrs claus like that would your husband looks nothing like santa claus hey what's yaya that's what they call her yaya what's that from yaya i think is like a greek grandma term i don't know you know what my mom wanted to be called she wanted to be called mumsy she's like i know what your kids will call me they'll call me mumsy <laughs> i was like no they're not wait did we cover this before no so she's yaya yaya this is this is awful. She's Yaya. She wants to be Mrs. Claus. She couldn't stop talking about Costco and all the deals they have there. And it was just that's my mom, dude. <laughs> She's going on vacation. And so I should be getting like a uh you know two page text message from her in a group text where there's numbers I don't know and emails of people that aren't realizing they're getting texts. <laughs> we are we are now at the Pantheon. <laughs> Yeah, no, she's going. Where is she going? She is going. It's like going to be a pretty sweet vacation, but I want to say it's like some Austrian riverboat tour or some shit like that. So it should be pretty decent. But we just we scaled the Alps and blah, blah, blah. Like all this. I, I can't I can't but what, imagine. Wait, but why? Why? Yeah, yeah. Like she's not Greek, is she? No, no, we're not Greek. So where did I come from? My mom's zany brain, you know what I mean? She wanted to be something. <laughs> it was either that or mumsy, and yeah, yeah, worked. You know, I'm at the like. I feel Timmy. like mumsy's like British. Yeah, like, and it's ah, m- hello, mumsy. <laughs> Good day, mumsy. <laughs> hey, where's mumsy at? Top it's of the mumsy. morning to you, mumsy. Can I get a spot of tea, please? <laughs> We're going to go over to Mumsy's house to have some crimpets and butter cakes. <laughs> oh, Mumsy. Hey, Governor. That's that's my that's her husband, Governor. <laughs> We're going over to Mumsy and Governor's house. Just for like... some spotted dick. Oh, she's out of her mind, dude. I mean, like my mom is out of her mind. It's in the best way. Like it's a great way. Like she is funny, but like she couldn't stop talking about being fucking Mrs. Claus. You know what I mean? She wants to go to my kid's school. She heard about 
the whole decorating thing. And next thing you know, she yeah, wants to be well, Mrs. Claus. Yeah, well, I know where that comes from. Yeah, right. Now you know where I get it. You know, <laughs> for those that don't mind. know, for those that don't know, uh, Tommy is a serial Christmas decorator. decorator. <laughs> and look, we've seen if anyone pay attention, pays attention to the show, everyone knows that Tommy loves to outdo his neighbors and and decorations, and they don't know that they're in a competition with him since there's Great. no there's no awards given at the end of these ridiculous types of events that Tommy creates on his own. The of only course. award given is when my son says we were the best house on the block. That's all I need. <laughs> but he said that well, we weren't the one year, and I said never again. Yes. So uh, Tommy informed me the other day when I stopped by his house and you probably saw us cooking some soup. Well, Tommy was cooking some soup and I was witnessing it, but Tommy, when I pulled up, he had a, a, a good amount of decorations sitting in his trunk. And I noticed that his house was already decorated and it seemed to be a little over ambitious to have that many decorations in his trunk. And I then I questioned Tommy on as why is he at, as many decorations in his trunk. And he had told me that he is going to decorate his son's classroom. <laughs> so what happened was, is there was a kindergarten social. We're there. I'm talking with the other parents and some of the homeroom mothers. And uh, Christmas was coming up. And I said, hey, you know, it would be great if we decorated the classroom like Buddy the Elf was there. So when the kids come in on the after the holiday for thanksgiving they'll get them in the spirit they'll be really excited you know we'll do it all up i was like i'll go get a tree and whatever and we'll, we'll make it happen so i said i was gonna do it next thing you know i'm talking to the uh kindergarten teacher we're setting up a day i go in and i decorate the only problem tim was was that my son had seen all the decorations that i had purchased and mm. then was going to see the decorations hung up in the classroom so how was that going to be santa claus that these are just like the decorations that my dad had they look very familiar so what i did was i told him hey i gotta go return these decorations i got way too many you know dad he's crazy he got too much that's zany went yeah just like yaya and so i went and decorated the kindergarten class me and a couple other parents um we decorate the uh, kindergarten class i come home you're never going to believe what happened i was going to return the decorations and i ran into this guy who said he could really use the decorations and it being christmas he said he could use them he really liked them i said well here you go merry christmas take take the decorations you can have out of, them out of the kindness of your heart out of the kindness of my heart and so what does this guy look like well, he was a bigger, he had a big belly, long white beard, you know, just nice guy. And he was very appreciative. And I gave him the thing. I said, what was weird about it is we unloaded the truck. I gave it to him. He said, Merry Christmas. I shut the door and was about to turn around and say, Merry Christmas. And he disappeared. He was gone. I didn't see him. He goes, he was gone. I said, yeah, big belly, like a bowl of jelly, you know, <laughs> and he had a long white beard. 
What was his name? I said, he said his name was Chris, but some people call him St. Nick. I don't know. And then the light bulb started going off in my kid's head. St. Nick? I said, yeah. So then he goes to school. Yesterday I come home. He comes to me, Dad, I think you met Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> I said, what do you mean? How do you know? I was like, well, the guy said his name was Chris. Yeah, well, St. Nick, St. Nick is Santa Claus. I said, oh. I was like, what's what's Santa Claus's real name? Let's look it up. We Googled it. Chris Kringle. Oh, my gosh. I think <laughs> you're right. So hopefully that works. I'm worried that I'm going to run into uh, him figuring it out. Sorry to spoil this for anyone that's listening, but figure it out before. I think uh, our average age is, is, I think we're safe. Well, hopefully no one's listening with their kids in the car. <laughs> that's on them. But still, it's a, it, it, look, here we are again, Tom, and we, we like to talk about our children and we're fathers. And that, that's a very cool story. If, uh, if you're able to, to get that type of reaction out of your out of your son this this many weeks before christmas that's that's really cool because it's, oh, it's, thanks, it's always it's always fun to see yeah when someone still believes right and right what what that whole thing is about and uh it has that like movie feel to it right like it's like the you capture that essence of like a like someone that believes in the magic of of christmas and um yeah that's that's something that's worth yeah yeah any moment that you have you you want to treasure that forever dude that's it's a cool thing when did you find out timmy when uh when was the uh the bubble burst for you i don't i don't really remember um might have been like about fifth grade maybe maybe fourth grade something like that fifth or Somewhere around there, I just like, and you don't find out. You find out from really your your other friends, right? You find out from um, yeah, your classmates and stuff like that because they usually pick up on it first, and then uh, and you're filled in. It kind of sucks. It's like, dude, this blows. And then like, I do remember like trying to act like I knew. I was like, yeah, of course, yeah, <laughs> right. Know? You don't want to be the, the same, last one to find out. Yeah, and at the same time, you're like in the back of your head like, oh, God. <laughs> well, you, you know, mean? I was very suspicious. I want to say in the fourth grade, I was very suspicious, nine years old, and we were in the backyard, and I went up to my sister. I said, you know, shoot me straight. What's the deal? Is this Santa Claus guy real or what? And she looks at me, and she goes, yeah, yeah, he's real. He's real. You know, good good for her. Good honor. She was a couple years older. She knew the deal. But she said, you know what? Let's let him. Let's let him. Or she wanted me to look like an idiot in front of my friends. But uh, a couple years later, the following year, it was like, all right. The jig is up. I got it. I got it figured out. It's the same thing like that happened with me with deodorant. My brother. Forever. I'm like, dude. Do I really need to put deodorant on under my armpits? He's like, ah, that's a story. It's, it's not a big deal. <laughs> and then in, in eighth grade, I was being called Smee Cheese. Really? 
That was a smelly kick because my armpit smelled so bad. Wow. No way. That's why. Oh, man. So were you like from that point on scarred? You hear someone laughing in the classroom. You're like, what are those? Start smelling yourself? Are they laughing at me? Do I smell? I mean, it's bad when you're doing your pit. When your pits go, dude, it's a rough, it's a rough smell, especially for a kid. I was a late mature. So, you know, it wasn't like. I don't think I had hair under my armpits till I was in like ninth grade. Neither did I, but at the same time, I I had cheese under my armpits. I know that because that stunk. It was uh, terrible. Ugh, that stinks. Yeah, not so. Good. Yeah, ironically, kind of the smelly kid in my school had red hair too. That's weird. Yeah, it's probably us, us gingers as a whole. <laughs> Stinky ginger, sweet <laughs> cheese. Smee cheese. Well, I know your next year's fantasy football team name. All right, so <laughs> we'll be getting to that later. Timmy, we're talking about the Christmas spirit. We're talking about everything Christmas. And we have a lot coming up in the next couple weeks. Next week, we will be covering the best Christmas movies of all time. We're going to be naming our top 10 Christmas movies of all time. Big episode next week, all about the Christmas spirit. Best holiday movies of all time. All right. Timmy, let's Wait, get on to is this. It, is it your movies and my movies, or is it a combo? I think we've been doing our combo, right? We kind of will both nominate, and um, if one said, so maybe have your list, and we'll nominate our, our best. Right. So are we make our case and we'll listen, put out the right. top ten Schmidt and Lavelle? All right. We gotta make a decision right now. Okay, decision time. Are we including Die Hard? I'm not. Okay. It wouldn't make mine. But Die Hard Die Hard is out. It's not a Christmas music movie. Is that what we're saying? That's what Bruce Willis says. So I'm gonna listen to Bruce Willis, the the star of Die Hard. He says okay. it's not a Christmas movie and uh I don't watch that movie. Do you watch that movie every Christmas? I watch that movie every time it's on. Yeah, okay. So it, it usually does play. They do play it around this time because there is that whole argument, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Do you think Die Hard's a Christmas movie? It has Christmas tendencies. It has Christmas aspects. I would not say it's a Christmas movie. Yeah, it's a movie that takes place during Christmas time, but it's not a Christmas movie. Yeah, right. It doesn't really that have that good? Christmas. It doesn't really have that Christmas feel to it since it's in L.A. You know, it doesn't. It just doesn't ring true to the Christmas spirit, Tom. I would agree with you, Tim. And we'll be covering all Christmas holiday movies, whatever you want to call them, next week on Schmidt and Lavelle. But right now, we want to get into Christmas trees, Timmy. The big question for everyone, when you're going out to buy a tree, are you a fake tree person or a real tree person? And I will, before we let you answer that, Tim, shout out to Mr. John Lynch in the Secret Garden, where it's no secret, you get your best prices on Christmas trees. Go to the Secret Garden, located on Ridge Ave near Matthew's Beverage. Check out the Secret Garden and their tree selection. Thousands of trees available from four to 14 feet tall, the secret garden, where it's no secret, you're going to find the best Christmas tree around. 
How was that, Tim? That's great. That's that's a great promo. Did Thank you read you. that? No. That was right off the cuff? Off the cuff. It's beautiful. All right. Timmy, real or fake? You tell us. I'm a I'm a solid real Christmas tree guy. I've been a real Christmas tree guy forever. It's there's just something about it. It's something about going out, grabbing a tree, picking out like your specific tree for what you think is going to work. Like there's no, there's no math to it. Right. You think that you have an idea of how tall your ceiling is and like, Oh, this is going to look great in the corner. And then like some idiot grabs it and he goes, Hey, yeah, look at this is the one. Right. And he stands it up and you're like this, you go, yes, that is it. That's, (laughs) That's going to look great in the corner of my house. And then you bring it home and it's like, fuck, it doesn't look great at all. <laughs> but that's. Unless that's, you're at the secret garden and you know unless, you're going to get a good tree. Yeah. Well, that's because John Lynch himself, he looks, he looks at every tree and he yeah. knows the dimensions of your house. When you just tell him where you live, he just goes, I got it. Yeah. I know what tree fits in your living room. Five it's, foot, nine inch tree right here. Perfect that living it's, room it's an uncanny ability it's hard to replicate you're not going to see that anywhere else except for the secret card <laughs> timmy i'm a real tree guy as well and like you were just describing there's like a, a like a beauty to buying a christmas tree you go to the lot wherever it could be and you grab you you go around you're checking trees there's someone there there's the smell of christmas trees in the air usually they have some festive things going on you'll see the lights you'll see this you'll see that they grab a tree they pull it out uh, i'd like it to be a little more full i'm not sure i love that one uh, what do you got over here? Oh, this one's a little big what do you think about this one as a family you all go so every tree has their own unique thing there's a couple different types of tree and you can get a Fraser, you can get a Douglas fir. You 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 don't know which one. And then and then it's like there's some sort of a light. You look over, you go, you see the tree. They grab it, they stamp it down. It falls perfectly. The light's shining perfectly. It's like the angels' voices. And you say, "That's our tree, that's right? The, that's the one." Um, then you yeah. wrap it up. You put it on top of the car. You drive home carefully, you know, you make sure that you get it, you get it untied, you get it down, you put it in the stand, a little water, smells great, and then it's like the uncutting of it till it falls. Oh, Timmy, you can't beat, that is so much better than, all right, go to the attic, get the tree out, and let's put it together. Uh, The branches are a little tight this year. Yeah, I hate that whole process. And I will say, I was the one in the family, the one person that was vehemently against the fake tree. Because at one point, my family decided when I was away in Cincinnati that they were going to go and get a fake tree. And they got a fake tree and they felt like it was going to be good. And I came home and I was pissed. I was pissed. I was I was pissed. And and from that point forward, Tom, I took it upon myself to go out. And I was the guy that was going to shop for that goddamn Christmas tree. That's right. right. 
And I'm like, I'm not letting this family turn into this fake ass Christmas tree family. I'm not doing that. Not no. on my watch. There's not no at the way, Schmidt no household. No, no. Nah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> ah, not on my watch. <laughs> so I, uh, you know, I was I was in charge of doing that, and that was fun. It was me and my sister. We go out and we search for trees, and now it's me, my sister, and my kids. Now we go out and search for the tree, and it's that's fun. fun. It's, it's fun. nice to do it. It's I fun. mean, I enjoy it. And uh, you know, it 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 can look. You go I, like I used to want to find like the best tree ever, right? And now like, I just go to whatever place it was at the point at the list before I knew of the secret oh, garden. Oh boy. Oh boy. Cause there's other places Tom that they, and this is something that I am not happy about and you will not find this at the secret garden. There's other places that will throw these little ties on the tree and they go, Hey, yeah, like there's a green tie on this one and there's a yellow tie on this one. Uh-uh, not at the secret garden. Place- each tree is individually no, no. stamped no, no. with a price. They say, here's the yeah. price. There it is. Take yeah. it or leave it. Yeah, you don't have to go to some some stupid like little sign in the middle of the of the all the Christmas trees to research what kind of tree you're holding up. Oh, it's a pink ribbon with a stripe. Okay, there's a guide here, and then you go, Oh, that's $95 tree. And then you got to go back to the place that you're at in whatever aisle, and someone else is holding up the tree. And they're like, Oh, look, and there's a light behind that tree because there's, Oh, look, that family wants that tree. They want to put it in their house. And you're like, God damn it, I missed out on my tree. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So our point is just go to the secret garden. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Amen. Amen. Find your find find your tree. Find your special tree. And don't and worry make about your it. Christmas special. This is what you know what? And if anything, it adds to your Christmas. It brings that spirit out. It brings that joy. You gotta do it. Do it for yourself. You know? You're gonna love it. Now make sure you water it right away. In the first couple of days, you really gotta be on it because that tree will suck up that water quick, all right? And then you just do a little bit here and there daily. Just check it out. Make sure you're keeping your tree watered. That's part of the fun, too. You got a live tree. You got a responsibility. This is our tree. We got to take care of it. We got to water it. We got to make sure it's fed. I love it. Timmy, we've talked about decorating. We've talked about trees. Now let's get into some shopping, some Christmas shopping. I always mess up with this, and let me tell you why, okay? I go out, and I got, I want to give things to my kids or my wife or whatever, and I go and I buy them. I got to, it, it, I mean, at least four months ahead of time, I got to start saying, stop. This is going to be for Christmas. Something's going to be for Christmas. Because now, like, for example, I went and got, you know, we have WrestleMania coming up. And I told my kid about it. I should have held on to that. WrestleMania tickets are hard to get, man. I don't know if we're going to be able to do it. Christmas Day opens up. Oh, my God. We're going to WrestleMania. What a gift. You know what I mean? That would have been incredible. And I fucking fumbled that. So I struggle with the with the Christmas gifts. I always want to get a great gift. And then I'm always like, I don't know what to get. You know, it's tough. 
I am the king of the last minute gift. Me too. I'm a last minute gifter. All I do is I usually wait till the weekend before. And then I just, I'm firing on all cylinders. I go out to the stores. I hit the targets. I hit, I hit everything, Tom. I just go. I just take two days and I just rip. Usually, I'm able to really accomplish what I'm looking for, Tom. I really accomplish what the goal is. And that's to get as many gifts as possible that are going to be of value, that mean the most to those individuals that are most important to me. Um, And, Tom, it's easy for me to shout for my family because they are diehard sports fans. And I usually can clean out multiple gifts if I go to a rally house or to a Dick's or something like that. It's really simple. And now right. when you have a, when you have a girlfriend, that's really, or a wife, that really is the test. Okay. Mm. And, and right now, Tom, I, uh, I am proud to say, and it is it's today's date. Not even December yet. It's not even December yet, and I have secured all the gifts for my girlfriend, and I am pretty proud of it. Wow. Look at you. How about that? I'm impressed, Timmy. I've uh, I've gotten, like, one gift for my wife that she told me to go get, and I did. But I haven't gotten anything else. I got to go. I got to figure something out. I don't know what to do. She wants a new car. I said, well, that ain't happening. Well, that's simple. I mean, yeah. <laughs> did, I, did I tell you? Did I tell you the deal that I can get you on a brand new Kia? <laughs> I want to see you in a Kia. <laughs> uh, well, well, shopping. It's not like it used to be. Too everything's online. It gets delivered. It gets you know dropped off. You order it on Amazon. You go like like before. You used to have to go to the mall and you would go walk through the stores and something would catch your eye and you'd be like, ah, oh, that looks cool. We'll get them that or oh, I'll get them this or we'll get them that. And it's, it's not like that anymore, dude. My one of my favorite things I will say one of my favorite things to do when I was younger as a young shopper was to go to the Brookstone store. Remember the Brookstone store? Yeah. The Brookstone store. Would that be all like the novelty kind of shit? Yeah. It was like all the electronic, like new wave shit. Yeah. You're like, it was like an electronic dog in there or some shit like that. Yeah. It was like, Oh my God, this, there's a magnifier for your book. And like, you would just, it was like an elect, it was everything that was like, it was like invention city, right? Yes. It was just, you walk through and you're just like, Oh my God, look at the future. This is incredible. <laughs> <laughs> the brain and teasers like, are all in there. <laughs> yeah. And, you, and then you realize like, Holy shit. Like we were so dumb. <laughs> society. <laughs> that was the place that would have like, what is it? Like the pins. <laughs> yeah, you can put yeah. your hand on the yeah. thing and it would like push you and next thing you know your face is up against that and you're... <laughs> yeah. yeah it was so bad uh, but like it was still a cool story it was like you walk through it you're just you felt like you were like 10 years ahead of time it was like back to the future and then you realize like that store was so like prehistoric <laughs> <laughs> like how did that store not have an iPhone <laughs> yeah like... right Maybe they should have. They should have been Apple. 
basically. Brookstone should we should all be walking around with Brookstone phones, huh? Yeah. yeah. All right. So hopefully we get all our Christmas shopping done before it's too late. <laughs> Good luck out there in finding the gifts that you're trying to find for your loved ones. The great gift you could give them is telling them about Schmidt Lavelle, the hottest growing podcast in all of podcasts. Timmy, this past week, I was talking to a friend of mine, and somehow the topic came up of Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune. And it became very clear to me that there are different types of people. There are Jeopardy people and there are Wheel of Fortune people. Timmy, do you have an allegiance to either of these shows or are you a fan of both? Well, Tom, if you remember, I did a an epic rant on Miss Vanna White for having the easiest job in the history of all of America for just touching just letters as her job and it just was terrible so um that's not specifically why i like jeopardy more than i liked wheel of fortune but it does play a factor but jeopardy is my uh is my go-to i used to uh i used to watch and be competitive with my brother and my roommates uh in past when i used to live with them so uh, I am a big Jeopardy fan. I love Alex Trebek. He was a witty, um, funny individual that hosted that show, and it just made it more entertaining. Pat Sajak, I believe, is some sort of – I think he has Philly sports ties, doesn't he? Does he? I don't know about that. Pat Sajak is a uh, Philly sports guy, huh? I think he might be. Well, that makes sense because he happens to host the more superior of the two shows. And oh, oh, man. Wheel of Fortune is the better show. And I'm going to tell you why, Tim. One, it's more, it, it's for everybody. Anyone can play Wheel of Fortune. It's a fun game and it's from ages, you know, five and up, obviously. A five-year-old might not be as good as some people, but they have a chance to figure out what the phrase is or the word is or whatever it is. Anyone can figure that out. Whereas in Jeopardy, you have to be of a certain age, I feel, to understand because there's so much stuff that they like to cover. It's the history. It's the it, it's it's just more it's more for every every person. Wheel of Fortune, Jeopardy. Not only that, the Jeopardy fan is uh, is is more often the arrogant, looked down upon, thinks they're better than the Wheel of Fortune fan, and it's just it's the way it is. You know, they think, oh, oh, they're they're eating their caviar, saying, oh, Wheel of Fortune, ha, <laughs> I'm a Jeopardy fan. I love Jeopardy. In fact, I was watching the other day, and you wouldn't believe the topic that they had. <laughs> you, Did you believe you, you, that they you, didn't know the nineteen or the sixteen hundredth emperor of Zimbabwe? Blah, blah. <laughs> you can't even keep a straight face when you're saying this shit. Do oh, you? I'm, it's it's the truth. They they look down. Jeopardy fans look down on 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 the normal person. They think they're yeah, well, it's because all you have to do is guess a letter. That's all it is. 
Oh, see, the, my point exactly. Thank you. I Go mean, ahead. <laughs> yes, please. Tell me. It makes no sense. You just have to guess a letter. R-S-T-L-N-E. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, what's the final puzzle? I don't know. Wrestle? That's all it is. <laughs> There's no N in wrestle. Yeah. Wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Wrestling. <laughs> it's I mean, you know, the, the whole thing, you know, look at who they got hosting now. First of all, Ken, what's his name? Ken Jennings. Is that his name? Uh, like you didn't know that. Everyone yeah. knows Ken, Ken Jennings. It's Ken Jennings, right? Yeah. Dumb. <laughs> He's a dork. He's a nerd. And it's like, nah, we got to figure out all these answers. And then, and then, and then not only that, the people that are on that are bizarre. They're very much along the lines of like these like people that have trouble interacting with other people in social gatherings. You know what I mean? They're getting frustrated trying to hit the button at the right time. And uh, uh, for 600, I'm going to take S words for 600. What about, what about Rosie Perez? I love Rosie Perez. I will say that Rosie Perez. That there you go. There's a set of you know, one of the one of the first ones I saw. What? <laughs> what Rosie is Perez. a I, what, uh, Hey, caramba! What, what is a quiche? <laughs> <laughs> what didn't she announce? Didn't she pronounce something wrong? Like right, like it, early on, and it was like, oh no, she messed up, and then she just went on and dominated the whole I thing. Forget what it, I forget, but she killed it. She killed it, and for you to. For you to take on Rosie Perez, that's messed up, especially in White Man Can Jump. Well, I'm doing that. You know what, though? You 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 saw what I'm talking about. She was the underdog. She was the out, like the person that was the outsider. And immediately she comes in. She pronounces something incorrectly. There's like a pause in the crowd. It's like a look around. Like, oh, here we go. I too thirst a, for a glass of water. Another one that doesn't belong. She doesn't belong here. It's like a private club, Jeopardy. It's a bunch Cut, of freaking. Stop pushing this agenda. This is ridiculous. Whatever you're fact. doing right now is out of control. All right. It's a, it's down. it's the hoity-toity private club. You're not a member. Is Jeopardy where the the the. Oh yeah, let me let me bring out all the idiots that can just guess whatever the hell they want to guess. Exactly uh, my uh, point. All the yeah. idiots. Here we go. Yeah, because that's it. The only idiots like uh, Wheel yeah. of Fortune. Yeah, okay. they bring out a guy that goes. Vanna there. White is a fine woman. A all right, group of pill pushers and that's an American they, pill pushers. That, yeah, yeah, that was one of the clues that someone guessed. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that, we got some fine human beings on a wheel of fortune. Let's check their background, Tom. Let's see what kind of what, what is than it? the serial killers you get on Jeopardy? These like weirdos what? out there, like eh, they're like probably building bombs in their basement, like a bunch of wackos. You know, they know how to unable to go to a party and have a conversation because they're trying to memorize all uh, 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 Constantinople. <laughs> I don't know what that is about, but you're a little nuts. Yeah, well, Jeopardy people, they're just they're they're not good people. Okay, you want to learn about someone? You ask them if they like Jeopardy more, <laughs> or they like Wheel of Fortune. The people, Wheel of Fortune people, are my type of people. Jeopardy people, they're the they're the this. 
they're like, oh, oh, they don't, they look down on everyone. They're not I'm a good. Jeopardy fan. They're not good people. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Timmy. Speaking of not good people, now we won't get to that yet. Timmy, you brought up a question the other day, and we were talking about this, and this is an important question to ask. And we're going to ask you, the people out there, to answer this question. We'll put up a poll. Timmy, what is the best day of the week? Now, you said what's the best day of the week. We're talking full day, 24 hours, right? 12.01 to 11.59. Is that what we're talking about? Um, or are we saying specifically day? No, nah, I mean I, I don't know. I mean, you're, why are you getting so technical about it? I mean, it's there's there's seven days of the week. Pick one. Okay, full day. Just making sure we're not saying like the best day. You know what I mean? There's day and night in a whole day. Just want to be clear. All right. Um. Yeah. No. So I'm I'm wondering because like I know what my best day of the week is. Okay. Okay. And I don't want to say say that out loud right now. But I do know that there are certain days of the week that are better than others mm-hmm. for certain people. And then it also changes. It, it it varies when you go from winter to summer, summer to spring, spring to fall. I know mm-hmm. that there's the it it could just it just could go all over the place. But like universally, because there's not a lot of look, there's not a there's not areas that even have the seasons like we do here in the Northeast, Tom. So what exactly is the best day of the week? I mean, that's, I think that's the ultimate, the ultimate question. And I know that 95% of the people say it has to be on the weekend because no one likes when they work. No one likes Monday through Friday, right? Right. Or Monday through Thursday. A lot of people love Friday because it's the end of the work week and they're able to they get a little bit of work in and then at the end of the day they get to kind of un- unwind, unleash, if you will. Mm-hmm. So for you, Tom, what is your favorite day of the week? Because mm. you do work weekends, Tom. I know you do. I know. My favorite day of the week, I mean, it has to be it has to be Saturdays. I'm a big Saturday guy. Love Saturday. You know, I got the whole day. Um, I'm not worried about a Monday. I'm not worried about a uh, day after work and stuff like that. The only thing, and that, that goes back to me as a kid too. Saturdays were always a great day because, you know, it's right smack dab in the middle of your, your weekend. It's, it is the day there's, there's a lot of time to to do what it is you want to do. And Saturday's usually been always a day off for me. And uh I love a Saturday. And I'm gonna I'm probably gonna go with Saturdays, Timmy. Saturdays are I'm, my day. Now look, I love a <clears throat> I love a Sunday. Sunday is a great it's a great day. Um the only problem with Sunday is that it has Monday that follows right after. Looming. Yes. Monday is just right around the corner and it's just sitting there like a little bitch. And you're like, God damn it. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. Yeah. Monday. Um, Timmy, can I also uh, say this? When I was younger, we had to, uh, a lot of times in school, 
if we had like stuff that we brought home for the weekend that you had to get signed by your parents, that was usually on Sundays. And I, and I didn't really look forward to those days, you know, (laughs) Friday and Saturday, I pretended like there was nothing wrong in that folder to be signed. And Sunday was the day of reckoning. (laughs) Oh, by the way, (laughs) (laughs) it's late. It's time for bed. Oh, I need you to sign this. Oh, let me see that. What? 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 (laughs) (laughs) I've become, uh, so I've become a Wednesday guy. Ah, you like Uh, it a Wednesday, huh? I like it a Wednesday. Um, (laughs) And just because Wednesdays are just, it's like right in the middle of the week. And Wednesday for me in terms of work are usually some of the slower days in my week. So uh, it's a, it's a more relaxing day for me. I usually work from home on a Wednesday mm-hmm. and then it's just, it's kind of calm. And then sometimes like I'll go up to the brewery and I'll have a couple beers maybe, you know, and I'll just kind of relax. And then, you know, it just goes into a Thursday it's a work day too as well, but like, it's not as hectic and it's kind of, it's okay. And Wednesday usually is a good day for me. So I like Wednesday. I like a Wednesday in my adult life. My younger life, love, love the Sunday. Sunday, obviously, with football and everything like that. Sunday also in the springtime, if you're able to get out and play some golf, it's good. Uh, you know what, Timmy? I think a Thursday is an underrated day as well. You know, I feel like similar to what you're saying with a Wednesday, it's, uh, you know, you get your Thursday, maybe you have a, a nice day, you do some stuff, you can go out at night knowing that, hey, I only got Friday that I got to get through, you know, a work day and I can just power through that and get to my weekend. You know what I mean? I feel like a Thursday is a, uh, is a great day as well. Perfect. Can I tell you now, uh, you, now that we're talking about days of the week, it reminds me of a, uh, a joke, if you will. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a bit of a joke. It won't take too long, but can I tell you that real quick, Tim, the listeners out there? Sure. So there was this guy and he was abroad. He was over in Italy and he got arrested. And so he gets arrested in Italy. It's not where he's from. He gets sent to jail and he has a roommate and visibly nervous. He's in jail for the first time and he's in another country. So he goes into his jail cell and there he has a cellmate. The cellmate comes about. Is is it your first time in in a jail? And he says, yeah, it's my first time. He's like, yeah, no problem. You're going to like it. You're going to like it here. Okay. He's like, you like, uh, you like it in movies? And the guy goes, yeah, I like I like movies. You know, I enjoy a good movie. He's like, you're going to love it on Mondays. Mondays, we watch it on movies. We sit around. We laugh. We have a good time. You're really going to like it on Mondays. Mondays is fine. He says, all right, cool. Mondays, that sounds good. He's like, hey, uh, you like it a cigar? And he goes, yeah, I like cigars. He's like, you're going to love it a Tuesday. Tuesday, we smoke it a cigars. We drink a little bit. We hang out. We have fun. Tuesdays is great. You're going to love it a Tuesday. He goes, all right, cool. He goes, so uh you like a you like a anal sex? Huh? You like <laughs> anal sex? And the guy goes, uh, no, no, I don't I don't like anal sex. He goes, eh, you're not gonna like it a Wednesday. <laughs> you heard that one before, Timmy? Well no, he doesn't like a he's not gonna like Wednesday because that's where they all have anal sex. <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna like it a Wednesday. <laughs> uh, I don't think many people are like a Wednesday. 
we were at the bar one time and there was this gay guy that used to come in there all the time oh, and uh someone was telling that joke and he was leaving and we're like all right we'll see you later and he's like you know i love it a wednesday <laughs> <laughs> we're like we bet you do all right so timmy we covered the days of the weeks and now it's time to cover something that I'm sure you're very happy about. Me, not so much. We're going to touch on fantasy football. Timmy, Ooh. a big weekend for you. You you took down what was the undefeated team in the league. And unfortunately, I ended up losing to a friend of the show, Mr. Jeffrey Fergus, in a tight fought battle. But yet again, comes up a little bit short. This is basically the end of the bet. The bet is over. You are up by a significant amount of points. You would have to lose the next two weeks. I would have to score basically three times as much as you because you have a commanding lead in the scoring. Congratulations, Tim. Anything you'd like to say to all the Schmidt Lavellites out there? Well, I just want to I just want to thank the people that believed in me from the start. I know. It was a little dicey there towards the end. And, um, you know, after talking with all those individuals, they they believed in what I was about and what I was trying to achieve as a a team, as a franchise, uh, you know, as a patron of the bar. Uh, They all they all knew what the goal was uh, from the beginning of the season. Not only was it to beat Tom at his own game, but it was to advance. And and really to win this entire fantasy league, um, you know, we we set goals, Tom, in the beginning of this, se- this season, and we've only achieved one of them. And we're going to look forward to achieving the ultimate goal, which is to bring home a championship to uh, Big Belly, Small Dick uh, franchise. <laughs> a fine franchise, Big Belly, Small Dick. And Timmy... So this means, if you're not aware, the listener out there, that Timmy has won the bet. I will be needing to caddy a round of golf for Mr. Timothy Schmidt. We in full we, caddy gear. Full caddy gear. We'll be having um the we'll be filming this. Obviously, we'll be putting clips up. Um, originally, I think we said Walnut Lane last week. I know Timmy was maybe thinking about a different course, something with some par sixes, a longer course, maybe. Mm. But uh, we'll see where it ends up being. But uh, yes, full caddy well, gear. We spoke to a friend of the show, Zach, and uh, I feel like he's he's made his uh, his club available for us to to really. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I feel like he's really made this a, an option for us to to make it happen. So we're looking forward to the spring when you know when it's time for us to stretch our legs, and I will certainly be in a cart. Tom will be walking behind the cart. Carrying the bag. Um, carrying the, carrying Timmy, the bag. Timmy, I'm telling you what, I'm going to be the best caddy that anyone's ever seen. I'll be, you know, if you need me to, if you'd ask me to read a putt, reading a putt, cleaning clubs, giving yardage, cleaning the ball, making sure everything is set up perfectly. We'll be mic'd wow, up. We'll be what mic'd up. Amazing this caddy. This is incredible. I will, we do have a couple people that we know that are caddies, so I'll be asking their advice, what I should be doing, and all that stuff. That will be coming in the spring. And uh, we're not done the fantasy football season yet, though. I'm not out of the playoffs, so maybe a championship could be on the horizon for 
how about my overbite, but we'll see. Hopefully Justin Jefferson can come back and help me out. All right, Timmy. Last thing we want to talk about before the end of this show. Eagles 49ers. The game of the year so far coming up this weekend at the link. Um, The disrespect is real. You know, we haven't played our best football, but to be 10 and one and an underdog at home against a team with a worse record that we demolished last year in the NFC Championship game is a bit disrespectful, I would say. And you pointed out something else uh, earlier to me today about the uh, odds to win the Super Bowl. Anything you want to say about this game, about maybe the the disrespect that's being uh, thrown our way? Nah, so it's it's, uh, really impressive uh, to see where Vegas thinks that this Eagles team is, uh, they're third in Super Bowl odds right now. They have the best record in the league. They've just beaten three of the best teams, um, essentially in the playoffs. It's it's weird. It's honestly weird. So, I, I mean, the line really speaks to how this game should play out. It seems that the way Vegas thinks – it's going to be a Niners blowout. Um, I hope that doesn't happen. I can't imagine that happening since the Eagles have been in every single game um, all year. There's been 11 games played so far, and and they've had an opportunity to win all of them, and they've won 10 out of 11, which uh, is a testament to how good this team is. So – there's a lot of shit talking going on. It's bullshit. Uh, Debo Samuel still running his mouth. There's a lot of other shit that's going on. Uh, it's going to be a fun game to watch on on Sunday, 425. Uh, it's a big game for the birds. It's not huge um, in terms of how their positioning how their positioning is for the playoffs because if they end up losing. I mean, they still have a game lead on on the Niners, um, you know, in terms of the number one seed and the bye. But it makes things a little bit difficult because you have four more games left to to win, five more games left to play um, with the Cowboys, the Seahawks, the Giants twice, and then the Cardinals. So um, you really want to win this game. If you win this game, you're really kind of – you put everything to to rest here, so it's going to be a big test. Um, and I hope the birds are uh, are ready for it. I think they'll be ready. I'm excited for this game, and I feel like, you know, why would you want to give any extra motivation to this obviously very talented football team to get their shit right? You know, if we come out there and play the game that we're supposed to play, we can obviously beat anyone in the league. And I'm thinking that. Maybe this will be the week that uh, we put together that complete game and show everyone, hey, we're not winning these games just by by luck alone here. You know, we're clearly very talented. And after this week, hopefully at 11 and one. A little unfair. We mentioned it last week, the scheduling done by the NFL to have us be playing the 49ers after they have a 10 day break. And then, obviously, the Cowboys the following week after their 10-day break. We'll get to the Cowboys when we see them. 
Timmy, another great episode of Schmidt Lavelle. And as we said earlier, we appreciate you listening. And if you aren't already doing it, give us that follow, that subscribe on YouTube, on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, anywhere podcasts are available on YouTube. We're available to be followed. We appreciate you. We love you. Timmy, is there anything you want to say to all the Schmidt Lavelleites out there before we sign off? Of course, Tom. There's only one thing that's left to say. And that's, what would the world be like without Captain James Hook? That's right. What would the world be like without Captain James Hook? And what would the world be like without Schmidt Lavelle? We'll never know. We love you. Have a great rest of your week. Till next week, don't forget we'll be covering best Christmas movies of all time. You're going to love minus, it. Minus Die Hard. Minus Die Hard. You're gonna no, love we don't it. Want it. We just don't want to hear anyone like complain about Die Hard. Okay? We just don't want it. We get it. It's on the cusp. That's it. Yeah, Sorry. Tim. Even if it was a Christmas movie, I don't think it'd be in my top ten anyway. That might be. Yeah, maybe top ten. Top five? No, no way. Eh. Eh, it's up there. Top three? It's close. Oh man, we're gonna figure this out next week. We love you. Have a great week. God bless you. God bless Schmidt Lavelle. God bless America.